Hello, and welcome to The Bear Life with your host, Kalia of Paparoxy.com. The Bear Life is about creating a beautiful, simple life in a complex, noisy world. With thousands of ideas for how to live competing for our attention every day, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed. I want to show everyday, busy people how to simplify. Hello, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to this FitCast. Um, I am here with my trainer, Dan. Hey, guys, again. Um, and we are so happy to have you because I really, really, really want to talk to you about this topic. And it is finding authenticity and working out. I am so big on finding authenticity and being true to yourself. I think so many people end up just doing things because somebody else did it. And a lot of people like will make all these choices and we don't even do like what we truly love to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to talk about that when it comes to working out. And I know I struggled in my past. Like I remember growing up and just doing like certain workouts. I'm like, Oh, I see this person doing it. And I did not enjoy it whatsoever. You know? Mm -hmm. And if you follow me for a few years, you know, I, I really enjoy triathlon and, you know, being in nature and working out like that because mm -hmm. it, it, it really inspires me. So I wanted to just share some of those thoughts. And then the reason I have Dan here, especially because he's helping me now because <laughs> I've kind of hit like a plateau and I need some help. Um, but I think it's cool that, um, you know, you have experience with other people. So like you have clients and like you, you know what people go through when it comes to maybe finding something that is true to them and your own experience, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so yeah, I think, I think that inauthentic workouts at the end of the day, you don't stick to something that's not truly you. Mm -hmm. I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah, I totally agree with that mm -hmm. statement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, I, for example, I, I don't necessarily like taking Zumba classes. I'm sorry for those people who love them. <laughs> <laughs> Do not turn away from the podcast now. Um, but I, it's just hard for me, you know, mm -hmm. not hard for me cause I used to dance, but it just, it just doesn't spark joy. I guess I'll use that word. It does not spark joy. <laughs> Same. I'm mm. not a big fan as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Dan? you're not going to be doing your two-step in Zumba? I've done it before. I've done Zumba, but I, I don't think I'm about that life. <laughs> oh yeah. He's not about that life. <laughs> no, dang. You like hip hop, right? I like hip hop. EDM, oh, okay. all that, but. Yeah. <laughs> Let me find out. We're about to have to make this a video um, Here we go. <laughs> no, but I think that's really important because especially when you pick up like fitness magazines or you go on uh, social media, there's so much out there maybe with that person who's, you know, presenting that content and mm -hmm. it's, it's for them. That's what they enjoy. You know, they have this body cause they go and lift heavy weights and, mm -hmm. you know, I always think, do you ever see, I love the, I love Rocky movies. Yes. You like Rocky movies? I like Rocky movies okay. as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I am so about the rock Rocky four mm -hmm. when he fights the Russian mm -hmm. and when his training scene is like my life goals. Like, he is in the snow, mm -hmm. lifting logs. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, 
it's very impressive if it's you've so, never tried it. <laughs> like, I probably couldn't do that. And you see, I say probably. Like, there's still a part of my my being that will try to do that one day. That's great. It's great to try new things out. <laughs> but no, like, he's in there, like, you guys have to see the scene. He's, like, running up snowy mountains, which is hard because mm-hmm. you're running against snow. And mm-hmm. he's, like, pulling, like, uh, Adrian on, like, those, like a hayride. Yeah. And, like, doing, like, uh, curl up like uh, crunches on like a barn like ledge. And that how badass is that? Though? That is totally crazy. <laughs> I I actually want to try to do some of the things you just mentioned. It sounds like a, a challenge, right? It's so fun. <laughs> so like that's what I'm saying. Like making it your own. You know, like maybe you do live in a mountainous region and you mm-hmm. could have a rocky workout. You know, yeah. you don't have to go to go to a gym, for example. So. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to have Dan here because I want you to just share a little bit about your fitness background and maybe why did you get into fitness and what has made it authentic for you? Uh, well, I started working out or I started dabbling into working out in fitness at sixth grade. I did football up until ninth grade. Um, I did track and field in high school. I, I was a sprinter, so I ran the 400, 800, 400. 400, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Shout outs. <laughs> but uh, oh, also in middle school, I, I did a little bit of break dancing as well, self-taught. So handstands, all of that. I love it. <laughs> and then going into college is when I actually started really pursuing a fitness career. Um, I started researching with a lot of my spare time. I started working out almost every day. I started you know, working on my craft. And then uh, after college, I got recruited to work at this gym, Chaos Fitness in Englewood. And uh, here I am now, helping other people with their fitness goals. I love it. I love it. And so how, after all these years, because sixth grade was a long time ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe longer for me, mm-hmm. um, yeah. what, what has made your workouts authentic? Mm, staying true to yourself and doing what works for you. I know sometimes when you do certain workouts that you don't like, it just it can ruin a whole workout. Let's say you want to do one of those crazy tire workouts. Like I don't really, I'm not a big fan. It might be you know helpful for other people, but for me, I'm not a big fan of. Doing I've those lifted huge... the tire though. You lifted the tire, yeah. So you could do that, but um, I'm not a big fan. It's just I don't think it's uh, optimal for my workouts. So. That's just me, I guess. So what has made, um, what has made it like you, something you keep coming to? Uh, my workouts, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I have certain goals that I made a, may have uh, briefly talked about in your other podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So there are three numbers that I'm chasing on the squat, bench, and deadlift. And that's what's really pushing me. And I know that I'm not going to hit these numbers anytime soon. But eventually... Can you tell us your numbers? My numbers are... 480 on the on the squat, 345 on the bench, and 550 on the deadlift. Oh my! So like, the deadlift guys, like he can literally, he'll like literally lift up one of those people from my 600 pound life. It's <laughs> <laughs> like so insane. Like they, I mean, they need like a whole team, and you're pretty much going after that. Yeah, my current numbers are pretty close. My squat is 425, my bench is around 315, and my deadlift is at 510. Oh my god, guys. Like, I literally was complaining doing 75 pounds on my squat. (laughs) No, that's really, really impressive. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that I think also is 
really, really helpful about having a trainer or professional help when it comes to staying authentic is that as a trainer, you can, you tailor your plans to your clients. Can you talk a little bit about that? So everyone comes in here with their own goal that they have in their mind. Like let's say six pack or they want to lose a certain amount of fat in this region or that region. And based on that knowledge, we'll customize a workout for them. So if someone wants to do a pull-up, we're going to focus a lot more on doing pull-up exercises, maybe banded pull-ups, lat pull-downs. And then if someone wants nicer legs and abs, we'll focus more on doing abs and let's say squats and deadlifts, you know? That's so interesting because I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Mm -hmm. I've, I've never, I've never been from the school of thought where like you could be that specific on a body part. I've Mm -hmm. always been like, well, just kind of just stay like a total health, you know, like total, Mm -hmm. like fitness, like very organic kumbaya kind of health, you Mm know, um, mentality. Because people would ask me, you know, through various times, like, how do I get really good arms? And I would be like, honestly, I got really good arms by running a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, or um, I'm a swimmer. So that's like a big upper body workout. But it was never like, oh, I did this specific thing to, Mm -hmm. you know, get this body part in shape. I mean, is that something that, like, what do you believe in? Is it something also that I think in our society, like, everyone's kind of fixated to right now with, like, having a nice butt? Yeah. And so, like, squats are very popular. Like, Mm -hmm. so what can you speak to as far as, like, having this total comprehensive fitness or focusing on a body part? So let's say, piggybacking on the point earlier, someone wanting to do a pull-up. It's not like we're only going to be doing pull-up exercises for that person. We'll still be doing the other body parts like let's say legs or chest Mm -hmm. and yeah so that's to answer your question we'll be focusing on the other muscles as well it's not good to have muscular imbalances and it could lead to injury oh well how does it how would someone get injured so a good example is let's say most guys like to bench press or do pressing movements with Mm -hmm. like their shoulders if you keep on doing uh pressing movements and not focusing on your back you slowly start to slump forward and then the back part so your rear delts, that region, get weaker. So the more pressing you do, you're eventually going to start to, you're eventually going to get an injury, essentially, because the back portion of your body cannot support the front part. So then you could lead to injury as well, in that oh, sense. Wow. Yep. wow, that's such good information. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've experienced injury in my career um, as an amateur triathlete. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, I, I got an injury. I got... Um, I pulled a muscle in my hamstring and I had plantar's fasciitis or whatever. And mm-hmm. I also had knee injuries, but my awesome chiropractor slash pain specialist guy, he <laughs> told me that my legs were not strong and I needed to start lifting. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. <laughs> See, there you go. So he put me on a little plan to lift. He said my quads and my hamstrings weren't strong enough to support the amount of running that I was doing. Mm -hmm. And also they weren't supporting my knees. Mm -hmm. And so I was actually injuring myself more. Exactly. And that's another thing too, like with the, with the chest and the back, if your quads are too dominant and your hamstrings are lacking, you could lead to injury as well. You know, your body parts work in pairs. Like even if you're back, if you're doing too much back, you got to be doing abs. You need a balance throughout your whole body. That's so good. I, I love I know we're a little off tangent, but that was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess um, that's how so someone who is looking to maybe do more pull ups, 
-hmm. what are the two groups that they would work on? Like, what is the combo? Uh, well, especially for girls trying to do their first pull-up, I would suggest them to try a chin-up to utilize more of your arms. Mm -hmm. So we'd be focusing a lot more on your biceps, your core, lats, and the two good exercises would be pull-ups with bands and focusing on the negative. So the bands will help you come up and you're mimicking the motion. So you'll be above the bar. And then as you're going down, you want to lower yourself very slowly to work the stabilizer muscles. And then that's a really good exercise. And another exercise is lat pull-downs with the machine. And that's going to help as well. That's so good. Um, so I just wanted to, and thank you, Dan, for just, just taking us to school on <laughs> Anytime. On, uh, on that topic, you know. Um, but I wanted to just share maybe a few tips for finding authenticity. Mm-hmm. And so the first tip is take inventory, um, in which Dan has been very good at. Um, I remember texting him recently and he's like, so how are you doing on the workout? And I'm like, oh, yeah, great. I'm doing it every day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so have you increased or has, you know, ha- are you, how are your numbers? And I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, what numbers? <laughs> because oh, my. <laughs> I have not been taking inventory. Mm-hmm. I have not been. Um, and that's just taking inventory, like writing things down. Um, also, taking inventory comes in the form of taking inventory of how you feel, right? Yes. Um, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, like okay, today I'm this or that. And I think that kind of shifts and guides our path to finding a workout that is for us and that is authentic. I completely agree. People don't focus too much on the mental state of their body. They only focus on the physical aspect, but your mood can change, your stress levels. Even getting enough sleep will drastically change your workout in terms of strength and performance. Oh my God, that's so me. <laughs> that's so me. You know, you guys know if you have followed me for a little bit, I have the 5 a.m. club and 5 a.m. strong. And like, I have to go to bed at a certain time. Like, I'm mm-hmm. old lady. <laughs> like, that's great. I have to go Get back. enough sleep in. Right? Because that's a part of the healthy, healthy mm-hmm. formula. And that's where you're getting all your recovery. Let's say you're working out like eight hours a day and you're only sleeping two hours, your body can't recover efficiently and as well. Oh, so. that's so good, guys. Mm-hmm. And it could lead to injury as well because you're not recovering enough oh wow that's so good dan i'm so glad you said that i'm Mm -hmm. like i'm taking notes on my own podcast isn't this (laughs) funny um so the second tip that i had was know your personality Mm -hmm. so know the type of person that you are your inner life taking inventory of your emotions and stuff and Mm -hmm. who you are so that you can do a workout that suits that and the reason i say that is because i love triathlon and I love sports where I compete against people Mm -hmm. and that's a part of who I am you know maybe I could be a little less competitive but (laughs) I'm the person who is like if you stand next to me on the treadmill like we're racing Mm -hmm. and so can you speak to that like what drives you Mm -hmm. um, as far as your personality when it comes to your workouts Mm -hmm. so for me I'm competitive as well Uh, when I was in track you're always versing someone else in a different lane and whatnot but now when I transition into fitness, I realize that you're competing against yourself. And it's a completely different ball game, you know. But with the picture thing that I, I talked about in a different podcast, if you compare the different photos, you're actually, like, comparing yourself to, like, different people in a race, like, kind of in a way, but you're versing yourself. So yeah. it's very cool. I look back on pictures from five years ago, ten years ago. It's so different how I progress, and I'm just competing against myself now. That's so good. Dan is, like, he took – he. 
that's what I meant to say. Because guys, I'm not out here competing. <laughs> like I can't win, and half the time I lose in the treadmill race. Um, but that's so good. You're competing against yourself, mm-hmm. and so I guess somebody who might like maybe a Zumba class or a yeah. dance class, maybe that's somebody who is very artistic yeah. or likes to express themselves through music. Um, I think there's just there's a workout for everybody, right? I agree. Yeah, there's definitely things that work for someone that won't work for someone else. You know there's everyone's different everyone is different so and to that point like do you know how to motivate your clients when it comes to their personality do you like change your style or a little bit yeah um everyone's different like i said so how i treat like let's say an eight-year-old will be different from if i'm training like let's say a 20-year-old or a 50-year-old yeah yeah i'm sure um and the third tip for authentic workouts is keep it challenging. Um, so I think having something that you're gradually building upon within your own authenticity um, is going to keep you motivated mm-hmm. and it's going to keep you interested in whatever you're doing. Um, and Dan, I know that's you're like the king of challenging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, uh, the other podcast, like I mentioned before, it's all about progressive overloading. And it could be as little as a weight, more weight, more reps, more sets, uh, a faster time for, let's say, a race or something. There's always something you could get better at. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I thank you so much, Dan, for sharing your expertise. I actually learned a lot. And, you know, I think we we shifted a little bit, but it was good because I, I did not know about how you can get injured and, you know, muscle groups and, you know, it's just, it's so much better to have a professional, guys. It really is. And if you can't get a professional, there's so many professionals that make videos. And Online. Yeah, it's so good. And so thank you so much, Dan. Thank, thank you, you for having me. <laughs> thank you for tuning in, guys. The Bear Life is about creating a beautiful, simple life in a complex, noisy world. With thousands of ideas for how to live, competing for our attention every day, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed. I want to show everyday busy people how to simplify. 